on this week's episode of Third Party Controller Podcast, we're kicking off E3 with Summer Game Fest by Jeff Keighley. Find out what we think about the newly announced stuff during Summer Games Fest. All that and more on this special week of Third Party Controller Podcast. Let's get it going. Welcome to Third Party Control Podcast. I'm your host, Jesse P.S. Libra with... Beto Esparza. And... Joe Ramirez. And welcome, everyone, to another week of Third Party Control Podcast. But something different, you might notice that this episode is out way early. Yes, if you listen to last week's episode, you know that E3 is happening. E3 is this week. We're going to be having episodes on certain days coming out early on our thoughts our ideas, how we feel about what's going on. And so far, E3 hasn't kicked off yet, but Summer Game Fest by Jeff Keighley is starting it off this Thursday, or this past Thursday that happened, Jeff Keighley's Summer Game Fest. And now we are here to talk about it because there was some uh, interesting stuff. But before we start anything, I know, Beto, Joe, did you guys watch the Summer Game Fest whatsoever? Uh, I did kind of like. I mean, so I saw most of it, but I was kind of doing stuff around the house. Mm-hmm. I was fucking working, man. I'm a working man. <laughs> I was at work. We're yeah, doing no. work. I had no time to watch that shit. I did on uh on on my lulls, kind of like yeah. just kind of real quick see what happened. Yeah. Um, I actually forgot it was even going on. I was like, oh shit, there's something today, and then I looked. I was online. I was like, oh damn. Yeah. But, just, um, like, good thing I followed the Easy Allies because they, they they had like their own show. I was like, oh shit, that's today. So that's the kind of stuff we're going to be doing this next couple of days with early episodes of the podcast. A lot of it, Joe, Bethel, or I probably won't be able to catch it, but we'll hear things that are going on, and we're going to share our reactions. But that's going to be the difference about this. We're going to be analyzing, talking about E3 as it's happening, but we want to get it to you as quickly as possible, have our thoughts instead of kind of gathering everything and you have to wait you know, a week later for all the news, everything gets you know lost in the shuffle. We kind of get our straight reaction. So this one's a bit different because we're actually recording this together. But the next couple of episodes that we're going to be doing that are coming out during the week of E3 um, are kind of going to be more of our thoughts. So we're actually going to start off with the Summer Game Fest. Here's the thing. There was a lot of stuff talked about. And I'll be honest with you, everyone in the audience. We're not going to talk about every game. I was thinking about this because this is what's going to happen. Joe didn't watch it. Like he said, he's a working man. Beto, he don't have time for that shit. All right. If it's important, he'll notice it. He got a dog now. He's got a dog now. Yeah. She got spayed. I'm taking care of her. So as the one who usually gets the information, does the research, I was also kind of looking at everything, wrote stuff down that I thought was at least important or wanted to get the opinions of the guys or my own opinions about certain things that I felt we would be more interested in. Because, look, I could go through everything that was at Summer Games Fest. And there's a lot of stuff, but I'll be honest. This is what you're probably going to be hearing. Oh, I didn't really know what that was. Or, oh, look cool. Or, yeah. That's interesting. You know, but these are some of the things that I think 
us as a group would be more interested in or I'm kind of curious about their opinions on because, uh, you know, I don't want to waste any of your guys' time. So let's start the show off with one of Joe's favorite magicians. Oh, God. The man, the magic man, Mr. Randy Pitchford from Gearbox. They announced a new game. Or is it a new game? I don't know if you guys heard about this, but Tiny Tina's Wonderlands. Do you know what that is? Is it a spinoff or is it a part? Is it like DLC? It is a and d game where Tiny Tina runs it. And Wanda Sykes is going to be a part of it. Will Arnett. They're going to be characters from, uh, I guess they're going to be voicing characters from Borderlands, but Tiny Tina with uh, uh, Ashley Birch, Bethel's favorite voice actress. Uh, yeah. Which I was a little bit surprised that she came back because I remember there was a huge ass thing about voice actors with the original voice actors for Borderlands. But anyway, uh-huh. I only bring this up because uh, they're doing that. That was the first thing announced. The Tiny Tina's Wonderlands is going to be a D and D thing, but it's not D and D because it's they don't. It's a license they don't own. It's on the console though, right? Yeah, it's, it's on console. It's on console. Okay. All it was was a teaser, Borderlands artwork, and Tiny Tina writing Tiny Tina's Wonderlands. And Ashley Birch kind of announced it. But my thing was, I I don't know. I'm not a Borderlands fan whatsoever. It's cool that they do all these other spinoffs but, for fans, but it's just not my thing. Yeah, me neither. Uh, yeah, I played them, but yeah. I guess I'm like, I like how it looks. Not a big fan. First one was cool for a little bit, and then I got tired of it. But other than that. You got to really love the grind, like grinding in, in those games. Like even the, the fights, you- some of them are just like, eh. There's a lot of games like that now, and I just feel like Borderlands, even with the new one, I've never even played the third one, but I guys just, and I was like, it's just more of the same. It's, mm-hmm. it's, it's, it fills a niche, and people, you know, they have fans of the series, but I'm always just like, it's just, I don't know. I don't, I don't want to talk shit about the game. It's it's <laughs> definitely no because it's got its it's got its fans and it's yeah. got a good fan base. And yeah, I'm yeah. not not knocking it at all, but it's just never been for me. Mm-hmm. Next up, Metal Slug is coming back, but different. A huge twist. Now it's Metal Slug Tactics. They're doing a turn-based tactics video game with the Metal Slug characters, but it looked like it really fit. Like graphically, it looked really nice, and kind of how the turn-based strategy RPG. It looked really neat. I thought it was. Was pretty dope. Did you see anything on that, Joe? Uh, yeah. Wait till we're in the franchise. How, well, okay. How's okay? That's. Good. I'm glad that you mentioned that. How's that? Like, there has not been what I a new. I no, 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 no. I know, but but like there hasn't been a new Metal Slug anything it's in been years. A long time, I know. And they just re-released. You know, oh here's the collection, or here's Metal Slug X. You know, I don't know. I thought it's it's kind of a cool twist on it, and if it gets pretty big, we might get like a standard Metal Slug game. It later on it's no no I, I i will admit this it fits like having a a tactical type uh game in that world totally fits mm-hmm. I, I it does fit it definitely is not for me but it does fit i 100 agree that that game of course it does but yeah not for me jeff keely interviewed his good friend hideo kojima talking about how the state of things changing and it was kind of like a weird interview and conversation that he had with Kojima about how Kojima in a way was talking about how it's kind of how he's changing his structure how a lot of creative people a lot of of developers are changing the way they're doing things due to like everything that happened basically with the pandemic and I guess how to at the same time like me you and me Bethel we played Death Stranding the last game he worked on 
and how weird it is where how that game is set and what goes on in that world mirrored basically what happened during the pandemic and was eerily similar in some ways so he's kind of talking about that and how it's like his past games too not by saying it by name but how a lot of stuff is mirrored or how a lot of things changed during 9-11 after 9-11 when it came to entertainment or just sto basic storytelling but during that conversation uh jeff Keeley kind of he was trying to probe kojima like hey what are you working on next can you share with us anything and he said right now there's nothing to talk about nothing to report and uh, so when he was gonna leave he's like oh actually jeff uh here's a little something and uh <laughs> did you guys hear what it is it's the yeah. uh death stranding for ps5 right death stranding director's cut mm -hmm. now there's not much information on it did you guys see the trailer whatsoever or anyone talk about the trailer yeah i was i was watching this but i wasn't <clears throat> paying attention i was busy doing something else at the time but it, it it basically looked very Metal Gear. Doing stuff, uh, cardboard box, soldiers, all this stuff, right? Then it comes up, Death Stranding, Director's Cut. Do you have to buy it? Hold on. I don't know. That's the only information that's that's happening. My I guess, still have Death Stranding. My guess is yes. My guess is mm. it will be something new, something you do have to buy. I don't think it'll be an uh, uh, like a free upgrade and then you buy some DLC because... Right now, there's not that much information about it. We'll hear more about it in the coming weeks. But but what I saw, some of the conversation that's been going on, um, it was very Metal Gear. I don't, I don't, it's, I don't know, Beto, what do you think looking at it? Before I give my opinion on it, what do you guys think? Um, I don't know. I mean, what, what else? I don't know what else is going to, what's it going to have? I really, I don't know. I, I got Nothing so, okay, for, for, we'll go. Well, let me just say, for, for me, um, I have Death Stranding. Yeah. I have not played it. Mm -hmm. And I was assuming, and one of the reasons I haven't played it is because I, I got it late in the in the site, like, you know, towards really late on sale. And I thought, okay, well, it'll get upgraded for PS5 or something like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, you know, hearing that there's a director's cut, I'm like, okay, um, at the very least, I mean, obviously now I'm, I, I definitely will, will keep my eyes on what they end up doing with it. I'm hopeful that they'll offer some kind of an upgrade thing. Maybe it'd be nice if if this game is legitimately offering things that like more things that I'm like, oh, that's cool. Like I'll pay the extra to get all this other stuff. Um, but I mean, you know, and the sound of Metal Gear type stuff sounds cool. So I'm like, I'm hopeful that that's, that's going to actually be the case. And, mm. you know, I would, uh, hopefully there is some kind of a, like maybe a $20 upgrade for people that already have the game. But like, if I have the game right now and they go like, yeah, it's new, you got to pay 60 or 70 bucks. I'd be like, I'll just play the original one and just leave it at that. That's just me though. Mm -hmm. Again, with not, not any real much news on it, yeah. what, what I assume I think it's it. What they're gonna do when I hear director's cut, I think uh, there was a lot of, a lot, for a lot of people, they felt like, hey, there's not much to do, uh, the, there's not really any type of combat. Um, it's not like his previous games. Something like Metal Gear Solid Five: The Phantom Pain. When you played like Metal Gear Five, there's so much you can do combat-wise. Like you can just fuck around so much. Just have a like like. God, what am I fucking trying to say? 
I think, I mean, I, I, I feel like I know what you're trying to say. I think it's going to be a bit of a stretch to add enough stuff to combat all the criticisms that I, I've heard of the game. I, Again, I can't, I can't say because I haven't played it, so I'm not going to go. I think, like, no, it's just basically going to, like, there was things we complained about, Beto. Like, dude, there's audio logs, but, like, you have to read everything. Yeah. I, I, when I looked at it, rethinking about this whole thing, why there's a director's cut, and again, this is just all fucking guessing. I don't know what it's going to be. I honestly think it's just when they were making this game, he wanted to get it out at a certain time. So the usual stuff that he always overdoes, like overemphasizes combat, overdoes, you know, the world aspect stuff, like stuff like dialogue and all that. That was put off by the wayside. There was even things in the game where me and Bethel would be like, that's weird. He's done this in previous games. Yeah. Why isn't it in here? Like, it was stuff that he improved over as time went on in Metal Gear. Now he's making this new game, which we know it's not Metal Gear. But why didn't he do this improvement that he did? Yeah. You know, like... Similar that, things like files and all that stuff. Yeah, files, like the simplest voiced. thing. Files, voice, like, why not? And I think that might be what it is. There might be more... There might be more things like, oh, there's going to be more combat stuff because people felt like, hey, the world is beautiful. There's not much to do. And there's reasons why the world is empty without like spoiling what happens in the story. But I think you're going to have more confrontation where, oh, OK, you're going to have fun guns and do certain combats, maybe do stealth stuff that people wanted. I think the director's cut is stuff that he would have taken. He would have taken the time. To make this, you know, this game that was fun and crazy and had all these small things to do, but he just didn't because I think he he wanted to get his first game and his first studio done and out at a reasonable time instead of indulging and taking too long. But by doing that, I think for a lot of people who are used to certain Kojima games, felt a lot of stuff was missing. For me, playing this game, I was able to separate Metal Gear from from you know death stranding i wasn't expecting a metal gear game because i played his other games snatcher police knots all this other stuff which they, a lot of that stuff echoes things that he's done in the past but i ha i did notice certain things where i'm just like why isn't this in there and i think that's what director's cut is it is to appease certain people like oh i want better combat that's fun and this type of stuff and i want more things to do in this world i want better this this and that nothing all, all this stuff, I think that's what it is. The stuff that he didn't have the time to fine-tune will be fine-tuned in this. Or for all I know, maybe it's not, and it's just a small DLC section and everything else. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. It you could know? just be just simple extra added story elements to the game, but, you know, he didn't. He maybe he didn't have time for Who knows? Just by some of the words he was saying, like, oh, with, when it comes to gameplay, like, games have to be fun. And then, so people have been like focusing on those words. So when I hear that, because for a lot of people, Death Stranding wasn't fun. But I, I like Death Stranding. I really liked it. And I, I've been wanting to go back into playing that game again. But I was waiting, just like you, Joe, like, oh, maybe for an upgrade. And, but since it was taking so long and no information, I didn't think a director's cut would happen. But now hearing it, I'm like, oh, okay, that makes sense. But I don't see this being a free upgrade. I honestly do think it's going to be 70 bucks. I don't know. Yeah, but like, I, mean, totally I would, could be. I would justify a seventy if it was a huge improvement, you know, because I could see certain things that could get fixed that could make certain people be more happier with it. If that makes sense with the game, but yeah, but yeah, yeah. So there was that.
Joe, you're a movie buff. You love movies. Ryan Reynolds was on the show talking about his new upcoming movie, The Free Guy. Are you watching that day one? I wait, is it a theater or what is it going to be? I think it's isn't it on Netflix? I don't think Netflix. that's part of. Is it on Netflix? Uh, yeah, yeah I think is so. the one where I mean, he's the non He's an NPC. I know. Oh yeah, no, I, I, I know. <laughs> me, I know about the movie. I know. I saw the trailer, and uh, yeah, I would check it out, especially if it's on like Netflix or if it's not. Yeah. I mean, if I don't, yeah, I'm gonna, of course I'm gonna check it out. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, there's. Um, I like Ryan Reynolds. I know some people don't, but like I've never really had an issue with him. I think he's really he's yeah, very fun. funny, and he does comedy. You know, he definitely knows how to do comedy really well. He's a silly boy. Yes, he is. And um, you know, not for nothing, the Deadpool movies, whether you like you really really cared for the character or not, I feel like he's a huge part of why those movies are became big. You know what I mean? Yeah. So um. I'm yeah, I'm all about that movie. I'll, I definitely want to check it out. The idea, the concept of that is kind of cool. Like an NPC just becomes self-aware. It's kind of what it is, right? Yeah, it could yep. be funny. Dark Pictures, the video game series from the people who brought you Until Dawn for the PlayStation Four. They are continuing their title with the newest House of Ashes, set in the Middle East uh, during the war. And uh, looks pretty good. I, I think it's that the third or the fourth. Is it the third or the fourth, Joe? I think it's the fourth. Dark Pictures Anthology? Thing. Yeah. It's the fourth. I thought it was only going to be three, but oh, I mean, that's yeah. cool if it's going to be four. See, with those games, continue. like, I want to wait because I feel like there's going to be, like, a collection. There probably will be. You know, like, once all of them are out, like, hey, buy the whole set for four, and I'd rather just wait for that. Yeah. But, yeah, that was something that was announced. Tales of Arise, if you've played the Tales games action rpg that is coming out september 10th then there was talks about overwatch 2 now changing to a five versus five multiplayer match but nothing else they just showed some uh, hey we're changing up these characters for overwatch 2 and that was it nothing big next up one of bethel's favorite bands paramore he is such a fan. I was like, you know what? I want to get his opinion. Weezer was on stage performing one of their newest tracks for a game that came out that day. You're able to get the 7-inch vinyl from I Am 8-Bit. Bethel, what did you think of their performance? Uh, I thought it was amazing. Like, usually, you know? Like, they're they're always uh, fun to listen to, you know? They're one of my favorite bands. And uh, I only know three of their songs, and they're awesome. But really, they you know really only know three. No, I know a couple of them, but they're just not that good of a band that people everybody fucking says they're amazing, but they're okay. Their singles are fucking awesome. Like I love like everything they fucking all their singles are great. But you listen like I listen to anything else, I'm just like this is fucking whack. So I think their first three albums were really good like had multiple good songs and then after that it's like every album has like a, at least one or two catchy songs yeah generally speaking i think i i, th- I think their first three albums are fucking great though i like their, uh, i'm a fan i think the fan the people who are dedicated fans will never say weezer is bad will always have the weezer symbol on their car i like weezer 
And I think I agree with Joe too. Like their their first three albums are good, but I think everything Pinkerton's after that. Pinkerton's great. Yeah, Pinkerton's probably Pinkerton's my favorite really one. Good. Rat- Ratitude was awesome. <laughs> what, which what was the single on Ratitude? Girl, if you want Darren, if I want you to, I want you to. Is that the Pork and Beans one too, or no? Huh? Was that the Pork and Beans one? No. no, no, no I don't know if you out. guys caught this. I don't know if you caught it. The next game announced. Evil Dead the game. Yeah. Heard about it. I did you see did it. you see the trailer on it? No, I didn't. It, was it like a asymmetrical? It was a four four it looked like what how it looked like how um the Jason the Friday the thirteenth game should have played like, but it never did. Four players, characters from know, the man. Evil Dead universe. You didn't see the trailer, huh? I didn't, but like Shit, that's that's the only shitty thing because I think I would I would have wanted you to watch it, but usual stuff. There's always a lot of it's weird. There's always a lot of Evil Dead games, but they're terrible. Uh, it's it's like <laughs> some of them will have terrible. some aspects. I honestly have never played a single one of them. I have. I've they're never. Bad. This one looks cool, but by looking at it, like it looks like the animations are really so, like solid. It looks like a lot of the combat looks good. But then just watching it, I'm not saying that I don't believe that it's going to be like that. But I think some of the animations, some of the combat might. I don't know. Just by looking at it, look good. But like it takes too long to where you it might leave you open for attacks. And it'll be more annoying than actually beneficial, if that makes any sense. But yeah, it looks good. It makes yeah, like you, mentioned, you mentioned no. I did. I did notice that like the is a little slower. Like it, it leaves you vulnerable to attacks. I, I. It was just a feeling. Usually, I'll watch things if they show trailers, and I'll sometimes get a feeling of how the combat might be. And it looked beautiful. It looked gory, but I felt like ooh, might be some things where it mm, might not do when well. it. When it comes to games, I feel like the Evil Dead series, and not, not knowing what was uh, seen, but I was like, it's a snake bit series because, like, I remember the Dreamcast one uh-huh. that was the first one, and I remember being pumped up because I've always, I've been a big, I've been a fan of Evil Dead for a long time. Yeah. So even back in Dreamcast, when I was like, oh my God, they're making Evil Dead games, and I played it, and I was like, all right, you know, like, you know, as I remember even back then being like, oh, this is cool. And then, like, after about an hour, I'm like, oh, this is fucking terrible. <laughs> And then, like, I'd hear follow-up ones were like... But no, no, yeah, it's good, though. It's good. And follow-up ones were just as bad. Now, like, four versus... The, the thing that worries me is the four... The asymmetrical thing. Like, dude, a lot of fucking places. A lot of... Not a lot, but many games are getting into that now. And they're trying. Mm-hmm. And I would even go so far as to say, like, some of them, like, aren't bad. It's not like they're even bad. But, like... You know, we're getting into a point now where, like, if you ain't hitting the level of a of a dead by, you know, by daylight or or shit, even the fucking Friday the 13th game, which had its issues, but had a fan base. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, if you're not able to pull that off well or even going so far as to say, you know, it's not asymmetrical, but like, you know, something along the lines of a, a, a left for, uh, yeah, left for dead. Left for Dead? What the fuck was it called? Is that what I remember? Was that all right? Which yeah, one? Left for Dead. Okay, yeah. Like, you know, that that wasn't uh, asymmetrical, but I'm just saying, like, that's a tough thing to do. Like, yeah. think about it. Resident Evil fucking did it, and I don't hear many people talk about it, and I didn't even hear it was bad. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, they did it with the, with the, um, 
I think because it was bundled with uh, three, that's why it wasn't bad. Maybe, but uh, who knows? It might have been good, but it was. That's what I'm saying. Like you just don't hear. Like it's just one of those things that's that's a tough, t- it's a tough sell sometimes because it's like a couple of games, a few games specifically have done it really, really well, and you know, you know, even to a degree like Payday, you know, on PC, or mm-hmm. Payday was a fucking just was a was a big big thing, you know, on, on PC specifically, um, and yeah, man, like if you can't really push it up to that like that level it's tough but yeah you're you're right joe i mean it it varies i mean already when it comes to the availability of evil dead games and how many are not good compared to the ones that are good it's that like it's not in its favor yeah but we'll just have to wait and see now the show ends jeff Keeley ends the show but with probably one of the biggest reveals of a game that people have been waiting for. People have been waiting for this game. It got announced. No info, no, no, nothing to show for it for a very long time. Some leaked footage a couple of months ago, but it's finally shown gameplay combat wise from the people who brought you Dark Souls, Sekiro, from the man who brought you Game of Thrones. We finally see the game Elden Ring. Coming out January 21st, 2022. Did you guys end up seeing the combat or any of the features on this game? No, I, I missed that. I forgot to I forgot to really watch that part because I did see that it got announced, but I, I never got around to watching it. It looked awesome. I've I've dipped my toe in the Souls type games, and even watching it, it shows a type of I don't know, it's thrilling. It looked really good. But anyway, one of the bigger titles to end the show. People were freaking out. But yeah, that was Jeff Keighley's Summer Game Fest. Ending with probably one of the games that a lot of people have been looking forward to. All in all, um, what did you guys think of what you heard of this show? A lot of games we did not talk about. A lot of stuff that we just kind of pass by again these are just things that i feel that we were a little bit more interested in than other things but what do you guys think starting off this e3 i don't think it was you know obviously i don't think the intention was for them to show anything you know like too many huge reveals i mean obviously they're gonna have to they're gonna pace themselves um you know it was kind of like i think you know i don't know if you caught it on on the um on the recording but but there was like it was like a pre-show yeah. And, you know, it was what it was. It wasn't anything spectacular. It, it was a little underwhelming. But, I mean, I think that's the whole point. It's just a teaser. You know, it's a taste of what's to come, more than likely what's to come for the rest of the um, the weekend, you know. And E3 is, you know, E3 is constantly in flux, man. It's not always going to – it's it's every year it's, it's like every year it changes, you know, what it really has to offer, what, it, what it's going to be. So, you know um, – I feel like every year going forward until the day it's never a thing, it's going to be con- constantly in flux as to what you're going to get out of it. Um, but as far as an opening, it was cool. It wasn't, you know, it wasn't, I don't want to, it wasn't terrible. It was, it was a nice start to yeah. kind of like, like I said, like a teaser pre-show type of thing for next week. Um, but there was one game, I don't know if you mentioned it, uh, a game called Sable. Did you mention that, Jesse? No. It's a like an open world exploration type of video game, um, 
the art in it was really nice. It reminded me a lot of uh, Paul Pope's art. If you, I don't know if you know who Paul Pope is. Joe, it's a he. He's an artist for and wrote uh, Batman Year One Hundred, which was a really good comic. But the art, I don't think, I've, yeah, I haven't, I haven't, I haven't known him. I don't know. It looked really nice though. So I'm, uh, I want to see more on that because it looked, it looked. It, the, oh it like, shit! Okay, you know what? Looked, I had this written down. I, uh-huh. I didn't. I didn't mention it. Okay, because I didn't know if you guys had watched it. Um, this one is actually. Yeah, I know which one you're talking about. This one actually looked really good. It, yeah. I felt like it was heavily inspired, just because of the horns with Ico. Just kind of like oh. the the moving around and exploring. But it, it, yeah. it's more than that. It looked like more. But I actually yeah. really dug this. How they revealed it. You saw how they revealed it, right, Bethel? No. How was it? Um, they actually had. I, I don't know. It's it's weird. I started listening to this band. This week, uh, Japanese breakfast. Oh, that was her. They, yeah, she. It was oh. her, and she was performing the song while it was on the background. And it actually, yeah. I was just like, "Oh shit, this is cool." I yeah. did have that written down, but I was just like, "Oh, I, I skipped it." Um, but I got like just because of the horns, I got like a an eco vibe just because of that. But it didn't have like, "Oh, I'm I'm moving someone along." But yeah, the artwork, uh, a lot of it, uh, it looked it looked uh, interesting. For me, actually, like, because I watched the whole thing, and I, I actually, I feel that, like, they did a really good job. There's a lot of stuff I didn't talk about, because then this episode would have been longer than than, than it should be. But um, I thought everything that Jeff was able to get, everything that was shown, was interesting. He did a really good job. And to end it with Elden Ring, like, that's such an anticipated game. And, again, me being someone who's barely started to kind of get into those type of uh dark souls games uh i like it was more than i thought it was going to be because i thought oh it's just going to be dark souls but with stuff written by jrr martin and it was more than that it looked really cool and it kind of got me pumped up like i felt the adrenaline and seeing how some of the bosses the enemies how some of the combat some of the things it teased it i don't know it got me really excited for it so I, I thought this was probably really well, and it was a great way to start off. Pretty much, kind of kicking off E3, though, even though E3 hasn't officially happened yet. Yeah, it's a good. I mean, obviously, you you don't want to you don't want to go huge, you know, like yeah, the first thing, and it's but I mean, not even a like, part of E3. You know what I mean? Like Elden Ring is such a huge game yeah. that if they started that, like let's say they had Elden Ring be the first game they announced everything would have gotten lost yeah people would have just been like you fucking see that oh my god and then people wouldn't have been able to get over it yeah that is a summer games fest kicking off e3 we will be continuing with many episodes this week um tomorrow well while this one comes out it's saturday but saturday there's the just to head off the schedule there's the ubisoft and gearbox which uh, we don't really care for either one of those so we're going to be skipping that one but on sunday we got the xbox and bethesda game showcase thank god real quick just that you mentioned that thank god it's now just one show one show with like the same it's going to be even louder crowds yelling and screaming every second Okay. Do you think it'll many... literally be just double the size? So, like, if each show was two hours, now this show is going to be four hours. <laughs> Wait, but it's going to be digital, right? They're not doing audiences, so we're not going to get the yelling people. I don't know. Are they or are they not? None of them are going to have audiences or what? Below either broadcast schedule. They might. I don't know. 
Yeah, I don't know either. I was wondering about that too. Yeah. Some, my uh, my uh, coworker was asking me. He's like, "Hey, are people allowed to go?" And I was like, "Honestly, I told him like I don't know." And I was like, I, "I could see maybe where they just allowed the industry people, but even that, I don't, I don't think so. so I don't know. I think there are people. I mean, the actual convention. I think people are allowed to go there, right? I would. They're think not doing like an actual convention. People, like, they're, they're oh no, it's a they're doing they're doing the the broadcast because last year E3 didn't do shit right. Yeah, I'm trying to remember. E3 didn't, didn't do shit, but so now they're doing a, a broadcast. Next year we'll probably get everything kind of going back to normal. Uh, but I want to say, yeah, we got the Xbox and Bethesda game showcase. Also, I know you guys are huge fans of this company. We got the Square Enix showcase on Saturday on Sunday. Uh, 2 p.m. We're gonna have Warner Brothers talking about Back for Blood, so I know you guys are are fans of that. But get ready well, for they're gonna, they're gonna tell us about their um, special editions. Special edition. That's what it's gonna be. Uh, I hear there's gonna be a beta and everything. But uh, you'll get our information on that uh, Monday. Capcom. It looks like it's just really gonna be Capcom. Tuesday's gonna be the big one because it's gonna be the Nintendo Direct. Bandai Namco Entertainment, and that's pretty much it. Ending the week of E3. Any of the any of these couple of days? Anything you guys are looking forward to whatsoever? I am looking forward to the Xbox Bethesda showcase. Yeah, that one I'm looking forward to. I want to see how they do. I want to yeah. see if they wow us or if they make it, you know, like that's, a big deal. Or that's going to be at 10 a.m. Pacific time. Nice. Nintendo uh, too, obviously. Yeah. Nintendo, I mean, to see what they do. I, I don't know, like, Nintendo, it'd be interesting to see what they announce. I would hope they would announce some shit on fucking Metroid, you know what I mean? <laughs> now. Uh, but yeah, that's going to be our schedule. And depending on what we talk about, we'll might you might get an episode on Monday. You might get one on Tuesday. For sure, you'll get the Nintendo. The Nintendo one, you will get on Wednesday. So you'll be expecting maybe two or three more mini episodes this week. Uh, so you can get update thoughts from us about E3. Again, these are going to be pre-recorded, so you'll be hearing uh, our up-to-date, at-the-moment thoughts of what was announced those days. Again, it's just on what we are more interested in and uh, what we think of the show at the time. But yeah, well, that's going to be it for this week. If you want to send us any questions about E3 that we can answer throughout the week, Hit us with anything, anything that you found interesting and we don't talk about or anything at all. Just send us an, uh, a message saying, hey, what'd you think of this? What'd you think of that? Elaborate more on your feelings on this game or what had happened. Uh, for all we know, shit's going to go crazy. The big boy might slip. You never know all that crazy stuff. So send it to us at thirdpartycontrolpodcast at gmail.com or our Instagram at thirdpartycontrolpodcast. Remember, it's Third Party Controller Podcast with a 3RD. Thanks for listening. I am your host, Jesse P.S. Libra with... Beto Esparza. And... John Mears. And we may not be as good as everyone else, but we kind of get the job done later.
fucking punch out, man. Not gonna happen. One punch out. If it happens, Joe, what would you give Jesse? Would you give? Oh, no, I was gonna say if it happens, I'll box all the people that want it to happen. Do <laughs> what? One round. Every no, for real. For real. Wait, okay. After. No, no, no. What for if real. Mike Tyson listens to it, dude? For real. For real. Like, yeah. He's a little bit. I'll fucking. I'll take him down. I'll get disqualified. I don't care. If Punch Out gets announced for the Nintendo Switch, Joe, for real. How uh, confident are you that it's not going to happen? Buy him the game. Buy me I'll the buy game? Him. Yeah, Die. fuck it. If, if they announce a Punch Out, I'll buy fucking Punch Out for you. What if there's a collector's edition with gloves? Oh, my God. <laughs>